when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Do you hear that? Yeah, that's that's had a rattling. There's a rattle in my chest. I'm not well, Bob. Are you not? Do you want to ask us about my health? No. You bastard. I can tell what it is already. You've been you've been hanging around too much around the pins and that, and it's got into your throat. Maybe I have. Shall we get this off this episode off to what I'm going to call a banger? Right. You've got something planned, have you? Well, I'm thinking of um, sounds from Newcastle train station. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. All to right, bring then. people into our environment. To, to sort of, like, piss off our Geordie audience. No, I don't think... Alienate them, no, is the word I'm looking for. The actual truth of it is, Andrew, is that Geordies, people from the northeast, don't mind you having a go at them, because they're bigger than that. You know, it's not like self-pity cities, you know what I mean? Oh, such as... What? Did you say self-pity cities? Yeah, there was a such a thing. Is what, like Lisbon? Lisbon, exactly. <laughs> oh, got so, you out of that one. <laughs> Go on, the Newcastle train station, let's so, hear it. Um, we're at Newcastle train station, you can imagine the sweet, sweet smell of the pies bubbling away. Oh. You know, on the stoves and that. I wish I was home already. Oh, mate, will a buffy can have blue drink for one never? Or should I buy a shitload of Haribo to dissolve on the journey? Aye, Keelan, divin spit in your sister's hair, you little bastard. If you must spit, do it in your pocket like your mouth. Will passenger Pat Lady Phillips please report to the info desk? Your cousin Brenda has dropped off your eczema ointment. Passengers to Hartley Pools are reminded that the front and rear carriages are presently full of some kind of gunk and are not suitable for travel of any kind. <sighs> and I've got one final one. Right. If any passenger has lost an Alsatian called Keegan, please make your way to the taxi rank where Flat Roof Gary has it tethered to his wife's pram. So that's a nice way to start. I enjoyed that because I'm from Sunderland and that's mainly Newcastle yeah, people you've laid into there. Let's be honest, Middlesbrough, Sunderland, we are all under the shadow of the main line station that is Newcastle. Okay, you fair I mean? Extra point there for the use of Hartley Pools. Hartley Pools, yeah. Yep. So do you want to name, Andy? Go on, then what's my choices? Can I just say <coughs> to the people at home, I'm cracking on. One, because Andrew's full of fucking disease. I'm going to cough right the way through this I want to get one. out of this cubicle. And two, because I've got about an hour and 20 minutes to get the, uh, the Fulham match. So right. let's crack Go on. Go on, then. Waterbomb Wallace. <laughs> right. He sells, in usual these modern times, we're not in the Second World War era anymore, he sells bouncing little motorised water bombs. Oh, nice. Right, and he sells them to the gypsies in return for tax planning advice from the gypsy king. 
Right. And he also, nice detail, he drives a, ca- a car which he's painted <laughs> to look like a walnut. Okay. That's what one was. The coin. Oh. Lives in a hostel for idiots. Yeah. <laughs> he, has a, <laughs> he has a special, powerful, mystical, ancient coin. Right, it's so powerful that you can use it to lever the top bottle tops off. Yeah. yeah. Or scrape a blistered putty on the window if it's if it's flaking a bit. Yeah. Wow, human uh, coin. Yeah, special coin. His left arm, Andrew, is so long, I can't even tell you how long it is. Uh, Nick Sanford, come on. Business like what was the third ah, choice? I'm Nick Sanford. Yeah, right. Financial advisor, but he's a member of his local silly society. Oh, do you know those? It's like a middle class thing. Funny and about we are the silly. Yeah, you know the vibe. Socks with garters. Yeah, trousers do, rolled up. That's that's the fellas. They do daft dances and songs to raise money for um, outfits for, the, for themselves. <laughs> he lives with an Arab fella. Oh, got Winston's disease. <laughs> I don't know what... So that might be a bit risky. I'm uh, not that keen on him. Yeah? Can I be the first one? Why aren't you keen on him? Because of Winston's disease. The silliness. No, the silliness. I can't be asked with that forced jollity stuff. Uh, the silly society. Watch our family walk. <laughs> no, thank you. So you're going to be the coin, aren't you? No, the, what, Wallace, what was he called? Wallace. Yeah, he sounds like a steady kind of guy. That's okay. what I need at the minute. How about yourself? There's two choices for you for your names this week. Go on. You can be Mike the Pipes Piper. I like Mike. Uh, 51, divorced, saving up for his second tie, Bright, to come into the country because the first one didn't take. Uh, Mike, <laughs> Mike's all about the pipes. He calls himself a freelance pipe consultant. He'll help you out when it comes to drain pipes, central heating pipes, pan pipes, bag pipes, and smoking pipes. Yeah. But he's advisory only. Doesn't get his hands dirty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, got in Asbo last year for harassing some workmen when they were replacing the gas main in his street. That's Mike the Pipes Piper. Uh, second choice is Joss Angeles. Yeah. Loves all things American. Right. He lives on Twinkie Bars and Hershey Bars and Lucky Charms. Yeah. He only listens to Hall and & Oates and the Eagles. Uh, he's got an American pit bull, which he's not allowed to have because it's banned, so it has to stay in the main bedroom in his flat, and he has the box room. Okay. There you go, Mike the Pipes Piper or Joss Angeles. Well, it's just not not even like a, a problem for me because I'm all about it's pipes. It's the pipes, isn't it? Yeah, I, I knew you like, would be. I, I knew you would be. Thank you. I'm just back from America, you know. Oh, yeah, is that why you've been? I've been in Palm Springs listening to Eagle FM. Right. Hired a Chevy right. Tahoe or something, Chevrolet Tahoe, like a truck. I, I go out there and pretend I'm American. And yet you didn't want to be Joss Angeles because you've been living that life for the last month. Yeah, it didn't appeal to me. I'm <laughs> sick of it. Sorry, it does appeal to me, but, I mean, pipes are right at the top with chocolate sweets. Well, that's, you know, yeah, right? no, there's so many to choose from I as well, know. isn't there? So, yeah, I'm just... <coughs> right. Um, what do you think of me tan? Do you like me tan? Um, you, it, it's camouflaged against your really, really light beige... I don't know, is it, is it a tunic that you wear? Well, it's, it's uh, ladies and gentlemen at home, it's a buttonless, I've got, well, he's got a zip, it's concealed zip, cardigan. Hmm. With the, and the sleeves, as is always my problem, are a bit long for me because I've got a big belly, <laughs> yep. short arms. Short arms, and a tiny nice, head. A nice package, that, isn't it? Well. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wife's questions, Andrew. Yes, go for it. Um, I sounded a bit like Brian Clough then. Wife's questions, Andrew. Mm. Do you know Brian Clough was just up from up the road, me, in Grove Hill? Um, used to empty the bins at his old house. You did? Yeah, council house. Anyway, did you go he, through them and have a rummage? No, nah, I mean, what for like some sort of haunted memory of Clough's um, Just to rummage. say what, what he was up to, yeah. I imagine Cloughy didn't uh, throw much out, you know what I mean? Like a sweet rapper, he said to his kid, fold that up eight times, 
yeah. it'll make a useful um, <laughs> little, little tool for prize, prizing open uh, drain covers. I reckon he just burnt stuff in the garden. You reckon? Uh, Swearing. Yeah. Burn, you bastard. <laughs> Burn, I You've got to have an outlet, haven't you, for that sort of thing. Um, do you know what I, I found out when I was in America, Andrew? Go on, you tell me. I'd like to take this on board. I didn't. Nah, I said where. Um... Because it certainly has hit home with me, is that you know this American IPA um, hoppy beer that I drink yes. every night? Yeah? It gives you tits. I read that. Did you read that? Yeah, and it's I, got I, something in it, doesn't it, that gives you tits? Yeah, and I don't, I don't think it's just one of these, like, um, what is it, buzz, clickbait things. Right, to make your, it's, it's legit, it's got well, science I, behind I'm it. Getting tits. Are you getting some? And it might be because. I sit on my ass watching box sets <laughs> eating cake. Treat your IPA. Well, it might be that IPA because it's every night, you know. Well, so I put it out there. Maybe we should all be going a bit easy on that hot. Perhaps you could measure them, um, and you know, from time to time, just give us an update on your cup size. I'll, I'll find out if there's a way I can test the volume. Right. I think it's volume matter in it rather than length. Yeah. I think I could draw. I could get a tattoo like. Um, of the king of all crabs, yeah? yeah, just above, and measure from its eye to the centre of my nipple. I and watch that... for the spread. Yeah. Anyway, the people don't want to hear this. They want no. to hear the wife's question. No, true. Um, hello, says the wife. Uh, hello, Bob's wife. Andy, does Sunderland Council operate a recycling scheme, or do you just put all your rubbish in the family pram and dump it round the back of the bookies? Yes, there is recycling in Sunderland. It comes once a month. Once uh, a every month. every street has one. Well, to skip basically, and we put all our milk bottles in it. I suppose metal-wise, what you're looking at in Sunderland, you've got your hot dog tins, so the tin from the hot dog. Yeah, the hot your dog tins, yeah. tins. Yes, the luncheon meat tins. Yeah. I can't think of anything else metal that you would tinned Hazlitt. I don't think you can get in the tin. That that's one of the beauties of Hazlitt. You got to hunt it down. <laughs> no, really, it's like a. You know, it's an animal. No, you, it's, like, it's not like an animal, but you got to say today, like in a Bear Grylls way, Bear Grylls Island, they say, you'd say, these are not going to survive unless they find whatever a right. criminal. Yeah. It's like you got to say to yourself, I'm not going to survive this next week in Sunderland oh. without Hazlitt. But you're saying you've got to get it relatively fresh. You can't get it in a tin no, and keep it in a tin for like somewhere a... that still sells it. I, well, I tweeted you a picture the other week of some from Asda. My Asda sells no, Asda sells Asda. Up the, up the Asda, yeah. Andrew, yes, says Bob. the wife, yes, is it Bob's true wife. that the tradition in Sunderland when asking a lass to marry you is A, to pop the ring inside a Johnny bag <coughs> so she gets a lovely surprise when she pulls it off, <laughs> B, take her to KFC and leave the ring in the bottom of the bucket, C, feed the ring into your Alsatian to dump it so she will find it next time she sunbathes in the backyard, yeah? D, attach it to her Friday night Savaloy. E, wrap it in streaky oldie bacon. Any of those are traditional up there? Or what would you do, I Sa- Savaloy. You'd lob it in your wife's Savaloy, yeah, because there's, there's a sort of an element of arousal to that as well, isn't there? It's a kind of... Seduction. Because of the shape of the Savoy. Because of the shape of the Savoy, yes. Is Andrew, that, is that, oh, question. More. All right, okay. Are there any trees left in Sunderland, or have they all been chopped down to make dog kennels? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have dog kennels. <laughs> what, do you just turn an old prab upside down? They just let them loose. <laughs> they sleep where they lie. Very good, thank Anyone you. said too much, what do you want I've to I've got say? questions as well for you from blood relatives of mine. Oh, for fuck's sake. Bob! 
As a millionaire in your luxurious home in Market Harborer, is your walk-in wardrobe big enough to ride a motorbike around in? I don't have a walk-in wardrobe. I have um, what's called... Vespa? I have, got, <laughs> I have what's called the dressing room. And it's bigger big, than a walk-in wardrobe. It would be big enough to make one 180-degree pedal on a BMX. Not a, like a Harley Davidson. Nah, fuck that. I know. All right, okay. Have you and the other millionaires of Market Harbour had all of your pound coins melted down and made into one massive coin? With each of you comparing the size of your massive coin at the garden parties you so frequently frequent. Yes. Good answer. Honest. <laughs> Bob, I see that it's Harvest Festival time soon. Yay! Oh yeah. And I notice you've been showing off about your crops on your blog. How do you respond to the allegations that the real harvesting that goes on is the harvesting of your slaves' organs and blood, which you sell on the dark web? No comment. Do you hear me? All right. I've had a lovely letter, um, and they saw it's just to prove that... To what? To email, sorry. I've proved that people in the professional football circles are listening to the podcast. Oh, God. I've had a letter from... The lovely Adam Liliana. Have you now? From Liverpool. Okay. So I thought I'd read it out. Please do. It's a nice letter. Nice letter. Hello there, Athletic Old Mints boys. I just wanted to write and say how fucking chuffed I was that you mentioned my summer makeup routine the other week. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. It's been listening. It made me wonder if you or any of your readers have tried Charlotte Tilbury's film star bronzer. I tell you, it's a fucking miracle. Superb for warming up your complexion. I apply it to hollows in my cheek. It's well fucking swanky, he says. I finish off with her swish and pop blusher. Shade is called Love Glow. Just detail that on the apple of your cheek. I tell you, lads, you got to fucking try it. In fact, I fucking insist. <laughs> Going to send you some samples. Can't wait to hear what you think. <laughs> Signed, Adam fucking Liliana. <laughs> So, what a nice little letter. He likes us, and we're going to get some free stuff out of it. Some swish pop blusher or something, um, and some film star bronzer. Beautiful. We're going to share that, are we? Liverpool lads look after themselves, don't they? They do. Are we going to get to share that, or are you going to keep it off yourself? I'll keep it. I'll report back to you. All right, I mean, if you you put fucking blusher on, you'd look like that clown out of the It film, you know what I mean? (sighs) My boy went to see the It film, shat himself. So there you go, it must be a good one. Hey, yeah, you know Brendan Foster? What, the runner? The runner and the yeah. commentator. Geordie Runner. Do you want to hear a rumour about him? Well, there's not, don't get me fucking sued, Andrew. Do you want it? Yeah. It, he's a spitter. He's a what? Spitter. What, when he's in running? Spits. Yeah. Well, he, usually, after, after, well, I'd stare he's a spitter, I don't know where. Oh, well, I'm I've not. never seen him spit during a race, it's probably afterwards, but... Definitely a spitter. Well, let's look. I'm, I'm getting um, quite close to Peter Beers at the moment. I might ask him about his spit. All right. Because yeah. well, Peter's a biter, isn't he? Yeah, he's a biter, yeah. yeah. So the, might, the paths might not have crossed. What's, what's the latest with Peter Beasley? Oh, he's, actually, funnily enough, he features in the gangs of EPL. Do you want me to do it? Go on, we might as well. Gangs of the EPL! L, 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 L. So I went to Wembley to see Spurs versus Burnley. It's a few weeks back. Yep. But it was good what happens. I couldn't get my VIP pass, right? So I had to fork out 
Do you know how much it was for a hospitality seat, a dinner, and watch the match? Uh, for Spurs. For Spurs. At yeah. Wembley, I'd probably be tickets. I'd be guessing about 400 quid. It's 500 quid for two tickets. Jesus. For Burnley, it's a category like nine match. <laughs> um, it's something, it's like called the Bobby Moore Lounge. Got there, um, got some patty, yeah, and a glass of champagne on arrival, right. which is a nice way to be greeted, isn't it? And a patty? What, like a. Patty, patty. Pate, pate. Pate. <laughs> so that's a nice way to be greeted, Andy, with like crushed formed meat and a fizzy It needs to be for 400 quid, yeah, but yeah. yeah. No, I know what you mean. So um, there's some legends floating about. Pat Jennings was a good one to spot. He's still got that lovely wavy hair, you know? It's like a helmet, isn't it? Yeah, and soft spoken voice. But I did notice, Andy, that as he was floating around, he was lifting credit cards. Was <laughs> <laughs> And bags, I promise you. I was with Paul Whitehouse. Right. And uh, we took our um, after-match table. You get a little supper afterwards, right? And next to us on the table is Dara O'Brien and Peter Beadsley. Yeah? So that's something nice, isn't it? Paul says, hello, Peter. Lovely to meet you. How are you doing? Peter says, ah, every since new nerves moved in. And, and since we moved in that nervous knocking at night, mate, it, Seems to be coming from the loft, but as soon as I go and investigate the stops, Paul, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't know what Peter's like. He says, oh, I'm sorry, Peter, I didn't quite catch that. Peter says, you know, fellow is um, Albanian or something like, like that. Certainly not a local lad. You know, he does funny cooking and that. Wears a waistcoat with ducks on it. He spends hours in the back garden with a pickaxe, you know. It's my guess he's trying to open up a fissure or something like that. You know, it's Kimmeridge limestone where I am. A lot of people think it's clear. Paul looks really confused. Oh, man. In. I just step in. I say, oh, wow, Peter, so chuffed for you. Anyway, how are you, Dara? And Dara says, well, that poor are after paying for this. <laughs> what was poshing here? <laughs> I went to the toilet and the bog roll is as soft as Russell Grant's poodle. <laughs> the tiling is as blue as Len Goodman's budgie. <laughs> And after you're done, a man blows the drips off your trumpet. Then Peter sees a chance to step in, right? So he goes, I wondered if I was to drain my cold water tank, I would conceal myself in there early in the morning and wait for knocking to start the night. Obviously, I'd have to take some basics with me, tin and luncheon meat, maybe a banana, a fork and flask of summit. <laughs> Well, just then, we hear an announcement, and it's like an MC introducing Man of the Match to the VIP guest right. on a little podium. Is that a true? I, I don't doubt you. Man of the Match comes out. So, MC, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to present to you the AIA Summit Man of the Match. Yeah. Please welcome Mr. Harry Kane. Hey. Sure enough, there he is. Well, we see his chin first, right, reflected in the mirrored columns, yeah? Yeah. And then the man himself emerges. Wow. So, like, the MC does a little interview. It was one each, the match. Uh, uh, he says, uh, and Burnley equalised really late. Right on. at the end, yeah. Yeah. So, Harry, not really the result that you wanted. You can times that by ten and pop sausage roll on top. The result was very frustrating and conceding in injury time was most upsetting. The whole dressing room's here like fluffy buffy. Especially Debbie, who's going to see the scary clown film tonight, but is now too frizzled to bother. 
MC says, they obviously came with a plan to defend and hit you on the brake. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what Sean Dish always does. <laughs> it's very upsetting. He's a right boots spoiler. He stands there like he's head of games and shouts with a very gravelly voice. Little Henry Rinks was on the bench and started crying. He thought Mr. Dish was a monster <laughs> and his beard was, was blood around his mouth from eating a raw cockerel. So what do you think about this Wembley curse nonsense? It is definitely for real. <laughs> and me and my gang are going to do something about it. So thank you for your sports trophy. I've got to go now. And off he went. Right. Quick. Yeah. Like, like Fluffery Buffard, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, like a chemistry teacher, like retreating from an experiment to a surfer. Yeah. You're quite quickly. Gone. Like, gone. Well, as you know, Andy, I'm a bit of a nosy bastard. Yes. I like, like to say it like that. Well, as you know, Andy, I'm a bit of a nosy bastard. <laughs> yeah, so I thought it was worth hanging about. I knew Pat Jennings would have a pass to the players' lounge, so I went up to him and I said, look, I know you've been... Is it one or one that he'd lifted? Well, you just don't know of it. Aye, true. Um, so I thought, he's... I'll go. I'll approach him. He'll have a pass or something. So I said, I know you've been nicking credit cards. So take me through the players' area, and I'll uh, or, and I'll keep my mouth shut. All yeah. right. Worked a treat. He popped his A A A means access all areas. Okay. Pass his lanyard round my neck. Then off he scuttled, looking yeah. a bit sheepish. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because you're onto him. So that's me in the players' area. Fuck, this is long, I'm sorry. I go straight to the toilets, because I know that's where the action's going to be, right? I settle down in a cubicle with a pint, a pint of Guinness and a roast chicken, a whole roast chicken. Yeah. Yeah? So that's a nice toilet meal, innit, Andy? Obviously eating with your hands, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's bog roll there to wipe your hands and that. True. And you can put the bones down the pot. Sure <laughs> <laughs> enough. Andy, after about five minutes, in come the white arts, Debbie, Eric and Harry. But they've got little Harry Winks with them. Oh. So that's in- interesting, isn't it? Junior member. So Harry says, Right, we've got to do something about this shitty curse. Eric says, Feel our ferocious heat. Harry said, Yes, yes, very good, Eric, but I was actually speaking. <laughs> Debbie says, Yeah, Eric, that was a very inappropriate interruption. I'm shaky enough at the moment without you adding your two penny sixpence to an already fractious atmosphere. Harry, thank you, Debbie. Now, I have been looking into how you can banish or transfer a curse. Winks says, hold on. So I should give him my voice, shouldn't I? Hold on, is that why you invited me? <laughs> Watch out, he's from Berkshire or something. Hold on. Children. Winks is going to have to be from fucking children. Hold on. Is that why you invited me? So you could slit a virgin's throat? Don't be silly, Billy Winksky. You're here as an observer only and to hold the bowl of salt. And he gives Harry a bowl of salt. Debbie. Yeah, keep your mouth shut, Winksy. Or we'll rub soft hand towels into your face. Then you'll feel like a scoot smoked down pipe. Winksy says, so lads. Harry. <laughs> we have to make a magic mirror. Eric says, is that a bit like a magic marker no Eric a magic marker is like a commercially available felt tip pen renowned for long life and constant ink flow not for lifting fucking curses <laughs> Debbie said fuck's sake Eric who are you Boots McDreary the daft lad from Jerkoff Avenue in Wembley <coughs> alright says Harry let's not get flustered and hot under our collars we've got a curse to lift Debs give me your makeup mirror 
Oh. So Debbie gets out his um, makeup mirror, hands it to Harry. It's nice. It's a Gucci one, right? Uh, Got a mother of pearl frame, um, a Fitbit attached to the back, ooh. and a wireless shoe locator as well. Cool. So that's nice for Debbie, isn't it? Yeah. I can't find his shoes. So <laughs> now a magic mirror works on the principle that anything reflected in it including hostile intent, will be bounced back to the sender. For it to work, you need to know the identity of the person sending the bad mojo bojo. And I think we do, don't we? Debbie and Eric together. Kyle Walker. Oh. And the ma- Yeah, because there's trouble there, isn't there? Correct a mundo, my sweet Spurs boys. <laughs> so first thing is we must consecrate the mirror by doing a special chant. Harry holds up the words he's written them. And they all chant, We charge this mirror with the power of the ancients, guardians of the earth, wind and fire. Charge this mirror with your energies and make this mirror sacred. Then Harry says, Fuck's sake, I forgot to sprinkle black pepper on it. How fucking Boots McDozy have me. So Harry opens up some pepper sachets from his pocket, pours them on the mirror. They repeat the... Uh, chant. Now, we must place the mirror upright in a bowl of salt. Give us the bowl, Tinky Winky. So they place the mirror in the bowl. Now we need to put a photo of Walker opposite the mirror in the bowl. Deb says, I've got a selfie of him on my phone, smiling because he's got his phone to work. <laughs> they put the phone opposite the mirror, stood up in the salt, yeah, to reflect the negative energy back to him. Right. And Harry does another chant while Winky holds the bowl. Oh, Carl, you disagreeable, nasty bitch. Take back the curse on our beloved pitch. Just at that moment, Sean Dish bursts into the room. All right, lads. Oh, sorry, it didn't mean to interrupt you. Are we breaking Winksy in, as it were? <laughs> oh, shit, it's the monster. <laughs> it's going to fucking rape me. <laughs> and with that, Winksy drops the ball, smashing the mirror, and he runs out of the bogs. Yeah, Sean Dish goes over the sink. Yeah, puts the uh, plug in and starts having a piss in it. Hey, thanks for the point, by the way, lads. <laughs> Harry, excuse me if I sound disrespectful, Mr. Dish, but we and the fans found your tactics very frustrating <laughs> and more than a tad upsetting. It was like playing against 11 Boots, Mc, Boots McBardams. Shane finishes his piss, right? Scoops some out in his cupped hands and takes a slurp. Fuck off, Harry. You lot are too soft. What you lot need to do is eat more dark meat pies and start drinking your own piss. Are you a turf mower? And Dice leaves. Well, says Harry, that's made me quite wackery McCrackers. What a rude and base man. Then he notices that Debbie is sobbing. What's up, Debs? Is you hurting? That man frightened me with his bare voice. And Winkles has broken the mirror, which means the curse may not be lifted away. And to top it all with a ham sandwich and a snack of your choice, my Fitbit is broken. I'm totally and completely piffy whiffled. Harry, Debbie, the champ may have sustained for long enough to lift the curse. Wait till the next match before you piffle up. You've got to believe. Feel the ferocious heat. And they all say, feel, feel the ferocious heat. heat. Little postscript. Right. It's a long way and I get a taxi back to Charing Cross, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. About to pay. I've got no fucking credit card. Pat oh, Jenny, Pat Jenny, he's done yet. He's lifted it when he gave me the hand. He's done yet. You knob.
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I regret to inform you, Bob, that uh, I've done another Don't song. Don't tell me you've done a song. I've done a song. Oh, it's, it's kind of a public information rap, I think, this okay, one. Have you been reading about all these sex robots that are coming out these days? I haven't, Andrew. Well, if, I the, a, if, the, if I saw a headline that said sex robot, I wouldn't read they're, it. They're very much a thing, so I've done a song to kind of warn us about that. And here we go. quite incredible happened to me this week what's that then and you're gonna have to help me out with this andy okay read some of the, the words for me so i can make it authentic so do you want to pop round here right okay because there's just a couple of times you have to uh I'll just help me out and just so, share your mic okay go right it's barry Ormond, right yep you <coughs> oh fuck off no go back where you no, were i've just coughed out of the way you're all right yeah well it's, it's got nowhere to go has it oh, man. so i was looking it's not an airplane we're on i was looking for a for a flat not Oh man, I was, looking, man it's all right. I was looking for a flat with my son, right? Because yeah. he's student, he needs a flat. And I was on a trip. He's stupid. He's a stupid. <laughs> he's stupid. I was uh, looking for a flat for my son. I'm on the train to Guildford, yeah? And bloke, a bit up from us, has an earpiece in his um, in, and he's on his phone, right? Yeah. So this is what I hear, Andrew. Right. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did I leave a Rooney? Can you believe it? Yeah, yeah. Hilario. She was punching above her weight anyway. Yup, yup, yup. Got a new job. Going great. Yeah, the whole office is in L-O-V-E with me. Yeah, 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 we should meet up. 
maybe play a round of foot golf. Anyway, yeah, ciao. Ciao plus Bella equals I'm amazing, right? It's fucking Barry Omona. Ah. Barry Omona. On the same train. On the same train, right? So me and my son had a bit of a giggle and we get off to the town centre to go um, to estate agents and he's just a bit up ahead of us and he goes into an estate agent's. We look in the window of the estate agents. There's a couple of flats there that look half decent, Andy, you know? So we go in, who, and he's there working at the estate agents, right. and he beckons us over to his desk. Yep. So if you can just say yeah about every three seconds, right, Andy, okay, during yeah. this speech right. here. So he beckons us over. Um, I say, hello there. Um, I wonder if you could help me. Yep. Um, my son starts at the university yep. in a couple of weeks, and I was wondering yep. if you would allow students in your properties... Yep. If I acted as a guarantor, uh, just looking for something cheap and cheerful, um, a studio maybe, or one bed, um, furnished, and not not too long uh, a journey from the campus. Thank you, now we can fuck off over there. (coughs) Oh, Jesus. Then he falls silent and he looks at us both. Um, he says, either of you ever been in an electric car driven by a rally driver? <laughs> we both say no. Well, get up, come with me. You're about to jumpstart your thrill meters. So we follow him outside, a little white hatchback with the name of the estate agents on it, you know, an electric car. So we get in, we drive along. He says, yeah, 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 I got the perfect place for your son. It's a peacheroonie. You can barely hear the engine in this, can you? It's pure electric, not hybrid. Don't go hybrid like I did, I always say. You can lose a fistful of greenery. In depreciation. Can you feel the torque? Yeah. Max power is instantly available because there are actually no gears. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fear the gear. That's what the speedsters say, and I'm made of pure speed. So I expect your son will want a shag pad, decent wireless sound system, kitchen island coffee maker, electric kettle, dimmer switches. That's what I had at his age, and I got sex most weekends. <laughs> I tell you what, after a night with me, they look like roadkill. Right? <laughs> so he went on and on, and you know, and we arrived at this little purpose-built block. You have to come over again, Andy. Oh, okay. Um, so, um, my son's going to ask some questions, yeah, and you ask me son's questions, right? right okay. So, he shows us this one-bedroom, ground-floor flat. Barry says, take a look around the bitch, it won't hurt you. So, my son starts asking some questions. How does your son talk? Just, is any, it's a quick, just, is anyone living here? Is anyone living here at the moment? I don't know. Has it got central heating? I don't know. We'll have to pay council tax? I don't know. Can I get public transport to uni from here? I don't know. Has it got broadband? I don't know. Does it come furnished? Do you know, I don't know. How much is the rent? I don't know. So do you want to take it? And I say, well, be honest, mate, it's nice, but we need a bit more information. <laughs> we got to at least know how much the rent is. He says, oh, yeah, 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 I see, yeah. All about the money, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like my wife. She did a, <laughs> she did a leave a rooney, you know. Fucking head case. <laughs> You've had a brief window into the Barry phenomena, phenomena anyway. Would you leave me? Would you leave me? Well, would you? Would you ever think for a single moment of flipping a leverooney on a bloke like me? And I say, look, I hardly know you, mate. I can't really say. Look, we've got a few more to see in this area. I lied. Um, uh, We'd best get going. So we leave. I phoned the estate agent, explained we were shown the flat, liked it, but Barry didn't have much info for us. And a nice lady sorted us out, and I'm sure you'll be pleased, Andy, because we did end up renting the flat. Brilliant. That's nice, isn't it? A nice happy ending. And it was a nice day for with my son, and we got the train home. Guess what we hear? A few seats behind us. Homeowner? Yep, 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 yep. Got the sack, the old hippo. 
I know, can you believe it? Best fucking salesman in Europe. And they've let me slip through their ungrateful fingers. Yup, yup, yup. No, can't come, I'm afraid. It's 50 days since the Leverooney, so I'm having a night in with that. Lasagna! Going to listen to some of our favourite ballads on the Sonos multi room sound station. Yup, yup. Ciao, Bella! So, ciao plus Bella means I love you. Then he puts his headphones on, and you know, he can sometimes hear. We can hear he's listening to Nielsen. I can't live if I live without you. Lovely song, though. Do do you think that was was a story was a bit like something from the series The Wire? (laughs) Not really. No, you didn't? No. Aye, aye, Lenny Biscuits here. I went down the bowling alley the other day with me nephew, Jackson. Got to the end of the game, and then I went to the bogs, and I changed it to an XXXL tracksuit top. I goes back in, and I slyly shove the bowling ball into me tracksuit top, and I heads towards the desk to hand over the bowling shoes. Then I slaps down 300 quid, pushed the ball up out the top of me tracksuit so the last behind the desk could see it, and I says, I could have nicked it, but I did it. <laughs> then I was gone. Gone! <laughs> Lenny Biscuits there. Do you want to know what Mark Lawrenson's been up to? Yeah, go on. Nice. Because I've got some info there. Mark's been at a bit of a loose end since the... Oh, we the, haven't seen much of him, have we? Well, since the football season started, he hasn't been on much because there's not much punditry going round. Because Chris Sutton's come along and hoovered up most of the miserable bastard demographic oh, that right. used to be Mark's territory. So anyway, Mark's been getting under Barbara's feet a bit round the house, not even keeping his DIY up to speed. He's just been sitting around... It's not like Mark. ...reading his Bigfoot books and chewing his fingernails yeah. most of the day. So Barbara's packed him off down to the local tech because yeah. there's some kind of retraining and introductory day on and she's seen that one of the taster courses that's on is about working for trading standards, which is something he's always been interested in, yeah. one of his many passions. So she sends him off with some jam sandwiches in a Tupperware box for his lunch. And uh, Mark heads down to the to the tech. Uh, can I just? I'm sorry, I shouldn't interrupt. Do you happen to know if the top of the box said Mark or Loro? You know, I don't know. Written on it. Oh, right, it probably right. said Mark Lawrence. Mark Lawrence. <laughs> so anyway, he gets down to the tech, and the, the the talk is being delivered by Dominic Littlewood. I like Tom, the little fella from BBC One's Fake Britain show. Yeah, probably Britain's top trade and standards expert. So Dom does a bit of an overview of what trading standards is all about, yeah. what you can expect if you take it on as a career, he runs through some examples of good and bad practice. Yeah. He passes around his magnifying glass so that everyone gets to have a go and hold it. So uh, Dom says, yeah, here's some of the names of fake brands that you need to look out for. Tommy Hilfinger, Disney, <laughs> and Gucci, but without the little dot on the top of the letter I. Does anyone want to come up on the stage and have a go at identifying some fake goods with me? Mark's been enthused by what he's heard so far. Goes up and says, I think I'd love to do that, yes. So Dom says, lovely, come on, son. Mark gets up on the stage in front of everyone. First thing Dom shows him is one of them Laboutin high heel shoes. You know, the expensive ones. It's got the red sole. Very expensive high heels. And Dom says, have a look at that, Mark. Is it fake? (laughs) Or or is it legit? Mark has a close look at it. Ah, I think it might be fake, Dom. The stitching looks a little bit uneven on the inside of the shoe. Dom says, sorry, Mark. It's actually legit. 
one thing he did miss was that I've written twat on the sole of the shoe in Timex. But that was just one of what I like to call Dom's decoys. Here's another item. Gets out an iPhone, hands it to Mark. What do you think, Mark? Fake or legit? Mark says, oh, I think this one's definitely legit, Dom. I've got an iPhone for myself and this feels exactly the same as it. No, Mark, no, sorry. Look a little bit closer. You see that green acid dripping out the bottom of it? That's the sign of a fake. So Mark's like, I've got a lot to learn here, haven't I? Last one, Mark, for you. It's the Burberry handbag from Burberry. What do you reckon? Hold on, can you say from Burberry again? From Burberry. (laughs) (laughs) What do you reckon? Is it fake or is it legit? Mark examines it closely. doesn't want to get this one wrong, really taking his time over it. Opens up the bag and a lot of wasps fly out of the bag. She did. Land on Dom's bald head. Dom's screaming in agony. Get you off me bald head! So Mark thinks fast. Rips his shirt open, right? Mark rips his shirt open, grabs his Tupperware box, pulls out his jam sandwiches and uh-huh. smears the jam all over his tits. Gotcha. The wasps, they all home in on his tits. He's basically saved Dom Littlewood's life. Beautiful. And as a result of that, he gets an A-plus on the taste course. Yeah. And the upshot is that once the skin grafts on his tits are healed, yeah. Mark's going to be doing two afternoons a week with the Trade and Standards Unit and his local council. Mark's happy, Barbara's happy, and Chris Sutton can sleep easy at night. Did that remind you of the film Driver? Is it the one that's got a good-looking fellow who drives really fast? Yeah. Or something? Yeah. I never saw it, but that seems feels like an exciting film to me. And right. once those wasps came out, my heart was pounding. So, yeah? Yeah, it does. Like Driver. Ah, oh, thanks, Bob. So... One of the days when I was in South Africa, I was filming um, in a set that's like a... It's a replica... You know the film Zulu? Yeah. It's like that. It's got sandbags on the outside wall and a little hut and all that. I'm playing a British soldier waiting for an attack from the Zulus. All the other soldiers were just, like, white South African extras, you know, so... That's that's a nice pool of people to choose extras from, isn't it? And the yes, yeah. white South Africans. <laughs> I'm in the classic period costume. Do you, can you imagine it? Red red jacket, mm-hmm. beige like sort of jodhpur things, All right? And black boots, like mm. smart. Not smart, yeah. And I'm holding a beer because that's what I was advertising. I'm crouching behind the sandbag wall with a little plump bloke <laughs> called Richard De Freers. Oh, that's a nice name, isn't it? Yeah. Richard De Freers. So on action, we have to crouch right down. And every time we do it, as I'm crouching, the camera's going past on our uh, track, I feel what it feels like a finger stroke the outside of me stretched jodhpurs <laughs> next to my anus. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's carry on. final take. I'm a bit, you know, fed up, fed up. So I turn around and I say, excuse me, Richard, but I'm sorry, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> and he says to you differently, what are you talking about? I say... Um, you, are you stroking my trousers just adjacent to my anus? He says, no, nah, not me, boy. No, that wasn't right. Sick Africa. Probably a cheeky snake or rowden. Fucking menace, they are. And I love an anus. I said, oh, right, it's local. This, right, that would explain it. I'm really sorry, mate. So, look, here, have a, this cold, nice cold beer, you know, my mistake and all that. Well, after that, we get on quite well and we arrange to meet for breakfast the next morning. Because he's got a boat on the marine, and the yeah. marine kept on beautiful. He says he'll do breakfast for me there. He says, um, tells me the boat, it's a blue boat with a big bright orange flag. So I'm up <laughs> early the next day, and I make my way to the marina. Oh, yeah! Oh, 
Oh, yeah. That's There's a scruffy blue boat with their orange flag. I reckon that's it. There's a bloke on the deck. Um, I ask, I say, is this Richard De Freer's boat? Yeah. And that he nods, beckons me on board. He opens the door to the galley and points for me to go down. Right. Now, he hasn't said a word, right? Now, Andy, do you think that he hasn't said a word because it's, like, ominous or because I struggle with the accent? <laughs> I'm not that bothered. Okay. Anyway, as I step down, boom, he pushes me from behind and I fall down the stairs, yeah? I hurt my shoulder. All right. Bang my shoulder. Okay. That's not a very nice place to hurt yourself, it's not, is it? Not on, on the body. No, so um, then he says, Take your fucking strides off and push your butt up towards the moon! Well, what can I do, Andy? I hurt my shoulder. <laughs> so I'm in no position to fight back. <laughs> so I take my trousers off and I push my ass up towards the ceiling as the, best I can. Yeah. Then he says, Take this cup of funnel and place it in your anus! <laughs> I say, OK, that's fair enough. I say, what are you going to do? He says, I'm going to fill your cavity with Lucky Grahams and full-fat milk. <laughs> but he did it South African, yeah. <laughs> so... In this state of, like, shock that I'm in, you know, I start... So, sorry, I'd let, I should explain. He says, you know, he says, fill your cavity with Lucky Grahams. Yeah. And I'm absolutely shocked, because I never thought for one minute you could get Lucky Grahams in Cape Town. Is Lucky Grahams even a thing? So, is it Lucky Grahams? It's Lucky Charms, isn't it? Golden Grahams. Golden Grahams and Lucky so Charms. Because Joss Angeles... It's Lucky Charms. Well, I'm, uh, it's Golden Grahams. I wouldn't have thought you could get them in Cape Town. Hey, I'm a different culture, isn't it? Yeah, so in the state of shock, I start feeding the thin end, obviously, of the funnel into my ass. Obviously, yeah. When suddenly the galley doors burst open and there's Richard de Frias with a taser. Whoa. Yeah? Leave the old men alone and fuck off more boat, you <laughs> wayward prick! <laughs> so the bloke puts his hands up scuttles round Richard and leaves the boat. I say, oh, thank you, Richard. What, why did he want to put cereal into my ass? He says, he's part of the breakfast and buggery movement. <laughs> Just wild kids looking for a way to liven up the morning meal. I say, so he would have eaten it. He would have eaten it literally out of my cavity. Yeah, with a fucking ladle. Gangbangers, you've got to love them. And that's what happened to me the whole few days. Uh, that's terrible. Yeah. Do you have dreams about that? <laughs> Do you know, I blanked out South Africa till we started doing this, but I think it's good for me to get rid of all this shit. Peter Beardsley sent me a song. Peter Beardsley's done a song? Yeah, I don't know what his, I don't know what his intention is. Right. He sent me the song. Okay. Um, and I could play that. Right. It's not, it's not, it's a bit sad, but... It'll be a nice way to end with a bit of pathos. <laughs> it's a bit miserable, yeah. So. Eh, why not? So, um, ciao. Ciao, see you soon, and we're going to leave. Bella equals I'm moving on. OK. See ya. And it's Peter Beardsley. So, these days, a lot of folk didn't remember me so well, like, but, for example... For the last five years, I've been going up the bus depot most days. It's very colourful up there, and there's lots of banter between the crew and mechanics and the lasses in the office. I sit on the lower wall, like, outside, and I can hear most of what's going on through the big double doors. K 
keeps me company while I eat my chicken wrap. But faces have changed now. Most of the guys my age have moved on, really. Sometimes when they see me, they shut the door rather than invite me in. Years ago, they used to let me heat my chicken wrap up in the microwave, but that's stopped now. I mean, it's okay cold. I do my weekly shop down at Asda. Sliced white, baked beans, margarine, ambrosia cream rice, evaporated milk, bunch of bananas, tinned ham for a sandwich egg, eggs for hard-boiled egg, rich tea biscuits, some ice cream for the weekend. <laughs> then I just grab a load of ready meals. The wife doesn't like to cook these days since, you know, she rejected Jesus. I wake up early nearly every day, go downstairs, watch some of the TV shows I used to watch with me boy when he was young. And I've noticed I pick my nails quite a lot these days. The downpipe on the shed's leaking at one of the joints. I got a new sofa the other day. Corduroy material, grey. The wife has took the corner facing the TV, so I generally just sit on a little stool that me boy used when he had his supper in front of the telly, you know. I go down me local most nights. The bar that I always drink in has been turned into a restaurant, but there's still four or five seats at the actual bar. It's OK, but as soon as the restaurant fills up, feels like I'm getting in the way, so I drink up and head home. Did I tell you that ever since the neighbour moved, moved in like near this knocking at night, seems to be coming from the loft, but as soon as I go to investigate, it seems to stop. You know, you know that pub I mentioned, like my boy had his first drink in that pub. I haven't seen him now for, what, about five months. But he always phones his mum on Sundays and I get to say hello, you know, at the end of the call. That's it, really. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.